Hi everyone, and welcome to this edition of the Inside AFIMSE podcast. I'm Debbie Aragon, and today we're at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Ohio, visiting one of the center's primary subordinate units, the Air Force Installation Contracting Agency. With us is a FICA Commander, Brigadier General Alice Trevino. Welcome, General Trevino, and thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Deb. Appreciate it. So rather than simply contracting, your unit's focus is specifically operational acquisition. How would you explain the difference? So operational acquisition is a little bit more broad. It's more than just contracting. And what we're doing is we're bringing in program management, um, we're bringing in analysis mm -hmm. so that we can conduct our business analysis. Um, we bring in quality and that helps with the post-award administration to make sure that we're um, covering and insur um, ensuring that we have the contractor's performance documented. Mm -hmm. And so all of those things bring together a more of a multifunctional team and a multifunctional approach. Oh, okay. So FICA is working several initiatives to make sure the Air Force is a good steward of taxpayer dollars. Can you tell us a little bit about your unit's recent successes? So we have a couple of great successes that I'd like to highlight. And one of them is something that the, the really the, the federal government is doing at large, and that's category management. And category management is a program for the Office of Management and Budget um, that all federal government agencies are responsible for. Um, but the Air Force and AFICA specifically is really um, one of the forefront uh, organizations that have um, started through and understanding the approach, um, the systemic methodology of category management. Mm -hmm. And category management, um, in short, um, you know, for those folks who don't work with it, um, but we hope that you look it up and kind of do some right. information, you know, on your own, is it's a, it's a methodology um, based on um, industry, really supply chain practices that the federal government has adopted over common areas of spend. Um, for instance, information technology, construction and facilities, personal services contracts, um, even healthcare. Mm -hmm. And we look across the federal government in those common areas of spend and we actually have a way to pull data um, we interview industry, we get our subject matter experts, and um, we consolidate that under a category manager, and we will look at uh, problems that we have for the Air Force right. or, or even DOD. And, and we work, AFICA, we have a program support office that works under SAFMG, and SAFMG is, is um, Mr. Lombardi, and he is actually the Air Force's senior accountable official for category management. And he ensures that we take an enterprise perspective based on business principles and data analysis to maximize our return on investment. Right. And when I'm talking return on investment, we're not talking profit, which is business. Um, businesses are primarily concerned with profit. But right. when I say ROI, we mean lethality and we mean modernization and readiness. Mm -hmm. And so we're very proud of how far we've come with category management. Um, we have a long way to go, but um, what's really cool in AFIMSC is we have some of the category managers in AFIMSC. Yes. And so that allows us to partner very closely. So in the past, we work with Mr. Oshiba, and now we work with Mr. Terry Edwards. And then we also have the security and forces protection um, under there. So we have um, 
we have um, Scott Heisey is the, the lead there and um, Lieutenant Colonel um, Greenwood. So um, very good with the, for instance, uh, as well as I'm the provisional IT category manager and that's until the Air Force finds it a more permanent IT category manager. So we're involved in a lot of different ways there. Yeah. Um, and the, the other success that we're very proud of is our, our cost savings tracker. And we've been keeping a cost savings tracker for over two years. And since then, we've spent, um, saved, we have um, documented savings or cost avoidance of over $1.5 billion. That's awesome. And, and, and it's awesome for our Air Force and it's awesome for DOD. Mm -hmm. now, now, it doesn't mean that we haven't spent that money. What it really means is we're able to buy down and buy more combat capability. So for all of those folks that are listening that are used to um, a priority list, you know, we, we call it an integrated priority list, an IPL. And you have a list. This is what I need. This is what I need for my installation. This is what I need to conduct my mission. Mm -hmm. um, and that might have, say, a thousand things on it. Um, but we have limited resources. And so we have to think smarter and, and, and be more innovative with how we spend that money. And category management allows us to do that. And so does enterprise sourcing. And so does changing our buying behavior. Right. Um, and so when we do that, it, bef if we, before we couldn't get down to those thousand items, maybe we could only get to 100, our top 100. Those were our priorities. Mm -hmm. But now when we have efficient savings or um, where we, um, we maximize our spend across you know, m multiple locations, either locally, regionally, or even Air Force-wide, uh, and in some cases DOD-wide, right. th then we're able to get down to you know, 100 more. And so that allows us to put more lethality into the joint warfighters' hands. And we're very, we're very proud of our cost savings tracker. And we're also very proud of working with um, our fi financial managers and resource manager partners. Um, because before, it was just an AFICA idea. And it wasn't really, we hadn't vetted that with the financial management um, community. And we need to do that because they have expertise that we can use and make that tracker more robust. Yeah, absolutely. So we make sure that we're, when I say cost savings, that we're saying the same thing. Right. Um, um, what we're looking forward to as well on that, which will help everybody in AFIMSC as, as the installation is our weapon system. Um, and we're so you know, concerned with making sure that we put the right investments into our infrastructure, um, not just for readiness and modernization, but for, the, you know, for our life of um, the joint warfighter at those installations. Uh, but when we, we, we put our, our time into that and make sure that we have traceability for the, that, those funds, because we're talking about O&M funds, operation and maintenance funds. Mm -hmm. um, and the O&M funds are, are annual funds. And so we want to make sure that if I'm, if I'm saving $10 here and say that goes to a, um, a new priority, $10 elsewhere, that I'm tracing where that $10 savings actually came from. And, and I've compounded my, you know, you know, my money mm -hmm. in, in my account technically because right. I've saved money, um, but I, I want to be able to show where that traci traceability is. And right. so the financial management community is helping us with that. And we're partnering, you know, across with SAFMG to make sure that we show that where that either cost savings or cost avoidance really came from, and where it will be used to for future investment. So then we're really making decisions. We're right. making smart decisions for the commanders. Absolutely. 
So you're talking about these initiatives that really impact the Air Force globally. So how, is it, how important is it for you to have your folks actually out there globally to work with customers? It, it's really important, Deb. Um, AFICA is a global organization, just like AFIMSC is, and we we are um, ha we work hand in hand with all the MAGCOMs. Um, you know, what MAGCOM and mission execution are two of our mission areas. We want to make sure that the MAGCOMs have what they need, and we sit with them. So the AFICA community is. Um, we have operating locations in each of the MAGCOMs except for AFMC and AFDW, uh, but we have partnerships with those directors of contracting there. And so we have um, what we call, it may not be chain of command, but we have unity of effort. And so we have the ability to, for information sharing and crosstalk across the globe. Mm. And, and it's critical that we use our entire enterprise that way. Um, you know, we're all on different time zones, but right. um, virtually, we are virtually connected and we make sure that we're sharing information as fast as we can. And there's always ways to improve it, um, so we're open to those ideas. But the fact that we're sitting with the MAGCOMs and we have oversight of the local contracting squadrons, even though they don't report to a FICA, mm -hmm. we're sharing our tools and our initiatives with them, and that makes them stronger. Absolutely. So Tyndall Air Force Base, Florida, recently took a direct hit from Hurricane Michael, suffering massive damage. And we know some of your folks are located there at Tyndall. So they stepped forward very early on to help with damage assessment and recovery. How's your team doing, and how is AFICA helping Team Tyndall? So our, our team's doing very well. Uh, they, they, uh, this is what we train for. Um, we are and AFICA and almost everyone that you'll ever meet who's in contracting is, is well-versed in operational contract support. And so um, what, what that means, the operational contract support, is how we are embedded with uh, warfighter planning, crisis action planning, um, de deliberate planning, and how do we respond to humanitarian assistance right. and disaster response events. Mm -hmm. and, and it goes through, if you've, if you've heard of phase zero operations, um, it's likely, you know, it's akin to being in, um, in garrison and you're just at home. Well, guess what? There are events that happen when you're at home. Mm -hmm. So our team was ready. Um, we, I, myself and um, Chief Ting, we were actually at Langley the day of the event. We came home, um, Hurricane Marco was supposed to hit. We were with Colonel Derek Blau and Lieutenant Colonel Aaron Judge and Chief Hux. And we were able to visit that team, and then we got out of their way because we knew they were going to be busy. Right. The crisis action team stood up the day that we were there. We flew back, and then Hurricane Michael hit that evening. Um, they were connected with Tyndall. Uh, we have the 325th uh, contracting squadron commander there is Major Fletcher. And Major Fletcher, um, he, he worked with his team, and he's working with his team now. Um, Colonel Blau sent, um, we had a, a Captain um, Br uh, Bracey who went down and she was um, down with Tyndall with the team making that connection mm -hmm. and our AFCAP team actually is out of Tyndall. We right. have a um, Air Force um, civil augmentation program that works very closely
actually with AFCAC, they award that contract for AFCAC and it gives us very flexible tools when types of uh, events like this occur. And so they were there. Um, we had a member um, who actually, um, he evacuated um, on time the, the evening before that the event hit. And so he was up in, um, I think it was um, in uh, near Keesler, Mississippi. He was there waiting and he was on his phone once communications were restored and the AFCAP contracting officers um, led by Jim Garrett and Lieutenant Colonel Wardrius Little, they were ready to go within 48 hours. That's amazing. And and they worked with the AFCAC team. They, we, we worked with SAF AQC. Uh, we made sure that um, our legal advisors were in on it, um, all of the reviews. And so you had not just the 325th contracting squadron that was there on the ground, um, you know, responding to the fighter wing commander's needs. Um, we had the uh, ACC team, our FICA KC operating location team that was sitting with the CAT up in ACC. And then here at a FICA, we had our expeditionary ops team. And Captain Bracey, she was there on the ground um, for about two weeks. Then she returned um, back to Langley so that she was there with the ACC operating location team. Um, out of a FICA under Colonel Blau. And then our expeditionary ops team sent uh, Major Select Sifkes um, to Tyndall to be um, with the team, um, which you've probably heard of as Task Force Phoenix mm -hmm. under Colonel Miller. And General Spacey sent Colonel Miller, um, you know, to be there for that, uh, that those planning efforts. And our FICA teammates um, responded so that they could um, make sure that they had a requirements board that was set up so that they were prioritizing the requirements um, daily that the fighter wing commander needs and that the community at large for the Air Force as we're taking care of Tyndall on the actual rebuilding efforts. Absolutely. Um, so the team is doing awesome. Um, we still need to continue to keep them in our positive thoughts because this is going to be a long road. Long road. A long road. And, and so they need our energy and our support. And they need our ideas because no one can do it alone. And that's one of the, the um, goodness and positive benefits of our FICA um, outreach team because we have the whole enterprise um, similarly to AFIMSC and everybody's moving and rowing in the same direction. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for your time, ma'am. We really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you very much to our listeners for tuning in to this edition of Inside AFIMSC. Please remember to check out our website for more news and information, and don't forget to join the conversation on our AFIMSE Facebook page.